Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Let's Talk About from Style Canada. And let me tell you, we're talking. Let's face it, we talk a lot. We talk about things we love hot topics, and anything in between. But what about the things we don't talk about? What about the things we want to know but don't know how to ask? Don't worry, we've got you covered. Let's expand our horizons. Let's talk about it. Hi, everyone, and welcome. This week, let's talk all about feminine energy. We're continuing our series on emotional intelligence with certified emotional intelligence coach, Sarah Joseph. Hi, Sarah. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm super excited for today's topic, actually. Yeah. So it's Women's History Month. Sarah and I, in terms of brainstorming topics, Sarah came up with this, thought it'd be a great idea, very timely to kind of get into this. So do you want to set a little bit of a baseline with what does it mean to have feminine energy? Because we're not talking about like, you're a guy, you have male energy, you're exactly. assigned, like you associate as, as a woman or a female, you have female energy. That's not really what we're talking about here. So can you kind of set a little baseline for what we are talking about? <laughs> I can actually. So you're absolutely right. It has nothing to do with gender. So feminine and masculine energy has nothing to do with association with a gender, but what we've seen is that through history of time, through men and women, there are these traits or these qualities and behavior patterns that we usually have, which end up, you know, portraying, being portrayed in our energy. So for example, um, a daughter, a mother, a grandmother, right? You'll see paternal or maternal traits within them that, you know, like that's a feminine, a feminine quality, or that is a masculine quality, for example, right? But both men and women can have masculine and and feminine energy and it's actually really important to have both so specifically for feminine energy I think it's great that we're talking about it for women's month and you could kind of define feminine energy as allowing yourself to embrace kind of the flow of life kind of being able to expand on your creativity being able to explore your nurturing caring kind loving sides of yourselves that sensitive side that you know people can express emotion a little better with their feminine energy they can feel their feelings a little better um, they're a little wild in a sense but they're also a little silent in a sense so this very serene and transcendent energy it's about tapping into your feelings and emotions and essentially being able to grasp that idea of like nurturing and rebirthing. So a lot of feminine energy is about uh, bringing more light and energy and purity into a lot of the work that you do or who you are or in the 
types of tasks that you do. Uh, and when I talk about rebirthing, it's kind of like breathing life into things or breathing, um, birthing life into things or, or in your creation, for example. So um, it could be in your work, it could be in your relationships, it could be in any area of your life, but learning how to embody these traits um, can really help with how you go about your relationships, how you go about managing your money, how you go about um, having a better relationship with the people in your life or your coworkers, for example, or your professional life. Okay, interesting. And does this idea, what does it, like, where did this stem from, feminine and masculine energy? Does it have anything to do with gender roles or like caveman and men were hunting food, women were staying home, kind of anything to do with that? Or It definitely can come from there, right? So it definitely started with those roles and how those roles play. But just in being a woman, you, you and I being women ourselves, right, you can feel the femininity within you. It's an energy, right? It's a source. It's a place within you that you can go into to tap in, right? So even if we didn't come from those those role models from before, we have access to it internally. And I love that because it's great to be able to have access to it. But a lot of us are kind of shut out from it and tuned out of it, specifically our feminine energy. So most of the world is moving to masculine. And it's really hard to tap into that feminine when we're so masculine dominated, but we'll get all into that. Okay, Oh, really interesting. Yeah. So I, I think Maybe a next good question is what can you, you said a little bit about what feminine energy is. Can you say a little bit about what masculine energy is so we can like decipher the dis, the difference? Yeah. So masculine energy again comes from more of that behavior of men or that those traits of men. So it's a lot of embodying strength. It's a lot of that protector um, energy. It's a lot of that drive, that dominance, the stability, clarity, and focus it's a lot of uh, predictability and control, right? In the things that you do and to be able to provide protection and honor in everything that you do. It's the process of moving forward, whereas feminine energy is the process of moving slowly through, right? So allowing whatever needs to flow to flow and to come in and to kind of embrace the balance of uncertainty, whereas masculine energy is more embracing rationality and it's embracing uh, predictability. Um, it's also great with structures and following rules. So it's very structured in that way. Um, and building really strong foundations. So if you think about it, like the man of the house, right? Um, what is he responsible for? What are his traits usually look like? And it's, you know, pro probably, you know, providing for his wife and his kids, providing for the family, uh, putting a roof over their head, right? So providing income, probably providing some type of structure. And then the women, the female energy or that feminine energy kind of flows in with the nurturing of the children, the birthing of the children, the guidance and the unpredictability and just being that structure in the home as well. So I guess you could kind of differentiate between the two with with that. And it's it's interesting because you said earlier that we're kind of out of touch with our feminine energy. And I also wonder if it's because we've put so much more of a burden on women to like to be um high profile jobs and things like of that nature not I want to say maybe burdens not the right word but we've put so much expectation on women that I can see how that masculine energy gets in there because now not only do is it like the nurture etc at home which that never went away right right <laughs> and now you're putting in that other kind of 
okay, like move forward energy as well, which I don't even think is just involved in work. Like I feel like now, as you mentioned in society in general, like I think we all feel like we, at least myself, I always think like productivity progress, like that I would imagine is kind of masculine energy. Like that doesn't feel 100%. like I'm like going through something that feels like I have a, a very clear, like forward motion. So right. I'm guessing that it's probably, and maybe vice versa for men too, in that, you know, there is more of an expectation to be, and as there should be like nurturing your children, et cetera. And so now this is kind of, um, every, everyone's crossing over, I guess, maybe, mm. or roles are crossing over. And so, um, what does that look like for energy? But I would also imagine energy is like on a spectrum, right? Like some, is it like you could have, you know, it is, you could be more masculine or more feminine in terms of your energy in any given day or different situations or, or are you naturally as a person, is it like, I'm the way you would say I'm more type A versus type B. Right. I feel what like it's situation spectrum. I think you had it there with the spectrum. So it's kind of like specifically in what you're doing. So your specific situation, your task at hand can invoke certain things. So part of embracing your masculine and feminine energy is learning and knowing what energy to use and when, right? So knowing which uh, energy to channel within yourself to be able to get the outcome that you're looking for, right? So not everything in life requires you to be so focused and clear and stable and structured, right? Sometimes you need that feminine energy to balance you out, to allow you to enjoy the journey, right? To allow you to kind of settle in and be calm and nurturing and loving towards yourself so that you can get the outcome that you want, right? So a lot of the time, like we were talking about earlier, a lot of us spend so much time in our masculine and you're right. It's because of those uh, a lot of us were expected to grow up a lot sooner than we needed to right so a lot of us were taking on household responsibilities especially women you know uh, much earlier and what about single mothers right if you think about single mothers they have to be both masculine and feminine right they need to be able to embody both so that their child can get the best of both worlds but because there's such a heavy burden on providing and that stability it makes it harder for a mother to embrace her feminine energy and be that secure nurturing person because there's so much much stress that comes with trying to do both and being both at the same time right mm -hmm. so it's interesting because I even found this in my own relationship right so when you have two energies that match so you have a masculine and a masculine there's no feminine there's no balance right so I know I have I had a lot of very masculine energy and my boyfriend also has a lot of masculine energy being just the man that he is and that creates a lot of clashing and disconnect right emotionally, mentally, and physically. And with that comes the disconnect where you're not able to connect fully, you're not able to embrace each other fully, because you're both fighting for this dominance, right? You're both fighting for this masculinity. And me being someone that had to grow up a lot older, a lot more than she needed to, or I needed to, you know, take on responsibilities of my household that I shouldn't have as a child, but needed to because uh, my parents were not just emotionally stable to be able to take on those roles. So, I had to take on those roles and now I'm bringing that story with me right into my relationship. And now we're both kind of in this place where I want to be masculine, but I'm masculine, right? But what I've been working towards more and especially with my career now 
is being able to embrace my feminine and knowing when I can and when it's appropriate to. So learning how to ask for help is such a big one and actually being comfortable asking for help and understanding that you can lean on your other masculine, lean on your partner for guidance and support in that way. And if I'm so stuck in my masculine, it sucks the life out of someone who is naturally masculine and wants to be masculine. It definitely takes away from my partner's ability to show up in his masculine if I'm not showing up in my divine feminine, right? So there are ways in which he needs me to be my feminine, but then there's ways that I need him to be his masculine and vice versa, right? So there are times where I need him to step into his feminine and there are times where I need, he needs me to step into my masculine because we're stronger in those specific areas, but in other circumstances, we also need that divine separation. So when I started embracing more of my divine feminine, I was able, we were able to connect on a different level because I wasn't so focused on being dominant, right? I wasn't so focused on needing to provide. I wasn't so focused on needing to um, be the person that, you know, said X, Y, and Z, and this is how things went or structured the rules, right? It gave him space to embrace his masculine. And that's literally all any relationship really needs to embrace both masculine and feminine. So we need both of those to like coexist. Now, how did you tap into that divine feminine more? And how did you encourage him to tap into his divine, divine masculine, if that's what it's referred to and divine feminine when needed as well? Like, how did you, how did you balance that? And how did you do it within yourself and encourage your partner to do it? So how I went about it was I started learning really tuning into that awareness piece and focusing in on the areas of my life where I noticed I was really heavily masculine and really heavily feminine or vice versa, right? So I was, I noticed that I'm really heavily masculine, was really heavily masculine in my career, for example. And that was because that's all really career driven, that's income driven, that's ego driven, right? So there's a lot of areas in yourself, in your physical self that kind of bring up that masculine for me and a lot of responsibility on my shoulders on top of that. And then the higher and higher up you go, the more responsibility that comes with that. So um, what I started noticing was that if I didn't learn how to embrace my feminine, I was burning myself out and stressing myself out so much more than I really needed to. So what I started doing was after I became aware, I went, how can I bring in feminine qualities into my work so that I'm not so stressed out? And what that was for me was coaching itself and specifically the type of work that I do is so feminine driven because it's all about feeling your emotions and understanding what they feel like and understanding that you are the source, right? So understanding that divineness, understanding that there is a silence almost with all of this. There's a peace and tranquility with all of it. And I started learning how to, a lot of meditation, for example, is something that I practice not only with my clients, but with myself. And that allows me to tune into my body. So tuning in and meditation is kind of another way that you can kind of explore your feminine a little more. Another thing I would encourage is going out and spending time in nature. So mother nature, the reason mm -hmm. we call it mother nature is because like she's that. a divine feminine, right? Yeah. So when we talk about the birthing or the rebirthing or the breathing life into things, nature is such a beautiful place to explore that because if you think of the trees and things growing out of the roots, mother nature is always blooming, right? She's always giving birth to new life and you kind of all kind of want to be in that space 
and absorb the energy because what's going to happen, it's going to help you tune into that sensitivity, to that birthing, to that nurturing, quality, those qualities of yourself. And you'll want to embrace them a little more than normal because a lot of us are stuck behind the screen. We're stuck indoors. We're not really going out as much and we're not, we're kind of disconnecting from our feminine. So those are kind of some ways that you can do that. And a lot of reflection and connection to yourself. So sitting down to take a minute to really feel your feelings and observe what you feel and how you feel them, maybe taking a minute to journal about them or taking a minute to accept, you know, the negative feelings that you had that you don't necessarily want to accept. And you don't have to want them, you don't have to like them, but acknowledging that they are alive in you and acknowledging that they are moving through you all the time and releasing them effectively is kind of one way that I started accessing my feminine. So that's how I kind of brought it into my work, brought it into my relationship. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm sorry, there was a second part to your question. Yeah, it was about how how you can kind of support your partner in that journey as well. But I just kind of want to stop you there for a second, because I guess I as you're talking and walked us through that, when you think of how our lifestyle has changed of that, like we're really not outside very often, we're sitting in front of computers, we're kind of like not even really interacting much face to face to allow for that like nurturing or compassion with people right or those interpersonal relationships like it really does highlight how far we've moved as a society from our feminine energy which is really interesting yeah um so just a comment on that I guess so and and then back to it so how do you how did you or how do you suggest encouraging that in your partner um or in your children or in your friendships or in your you know 
parental relationships, whatever that looks like, whatever relationship you're looking to kind of focus that on. Right. Something that really stuck out to me was allowing, I'll use my relationship, for example, um, allowing him to do things his way. Right. So I was definitely a person that liked a lot of control. I don't like asking for help. Right. Well, this was in the past. Now that's a lot different. Um, and I like to have that control and that certainty that I can trust myself to get it done. Right. And there were instances where I had to, you know, learn to lean off of that hyper independence and start asking for help. Or there's instances where I needed to share responsibilities because I was burning myself out and how I allowed myself to become okay with accepting help was to allow him to do things his way and really get out of my own way and get out of my own head to think that I was doing it right the whole time. Right. Because what I was doing was I was blocking myself from noticing where I could improve and where I could change and where I could grow because I was saying, no, the way I do it is right. Right. The way I do it should be the way everybody does it. And that's kind of a mentality where you get stuck. Right. You you just you, there's no room for growth there. Right. Like we but- all do that. We all do it. We're all victims of it. You know what I, mean? I think the way you do everything is the way everyone should do it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but that's just not the case, right? And there's actually nothing wrong with him doing it his way, right? So maybe he cleans differently than I do. But the end outcome is that he cleaned, right? Well, and- Sarah, I was going to say, what happens? This is probably a whole other topic. But what happens <laughs> if he doesn't even clean? <laughs> Well, that's a whole different topic. I was going to say, we to express our needs a little better and what we Okay, we'll get into that another day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but for for me and my partner, we both clean, but we both clean very differently, right? Maybe I'm more of a deep cleaner, but he's more of a just casual cleaner right he'll clean throughout the day tidier I like to call it yeah tidier exactly (laughs) exactly so it's definitely different in the way that we do things but I noticed that where I could access my feminine energy was to say he's allowed to do it in his own way and that allowed him to step into his masculine so that allowed him to go okay I am a man I am able to provide and I am able to do things the way I want to do things because she accepts me even if it's not the way that she would like it she's accepting that this is the way that I do it and I I like that right so that actually brought us closer together even though I was uncomfortable in the beginning right even though I was I didn't know how to do any of this right I was well, going you probably had to stop yourself from talking a lot or or oh God, directing yeah. or yeah 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 and I just kind of went you know what I'm gonna let you do it your way and I'm gonna have no expectation of you because if I hold expectations of you that only leads me to being disappointed right and I don't want to feel disappointed so you know what I'm gonna let you do it your way because I'm going I've been in a relationship with you for five years then that means I trust you right and if I trust you then that means I should trust that you could clean that up you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we kind of have to separate ourselves from our masculine and allow us allow ourselves to embrace our feminine and he's surprised me more than one more than one occasion right so now, myself if yeah. has there been sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you has there been an example where he's had to embrace his feminine more and how that yeah. happened yeah yeah but anyone I don't want to directly 
<laughs> yeah, no, about, use but... me as an example because I think it's great for people to hear it. But even just most men in general, they have a hard time accessing their feminine energy when it comes to listening and when it comes to embracing emotional work, right? So a lot of who I am is a really sensitive, emotional person. I feel everything, everything flows through me and in and out of me, right? My thoughts are very sensitive. So and I've noticed that and that became kind of my superpower as going as going through the relationship. But uh, what I found was he maybe struggled a little bit with being able to connect with me emotionally, right? So that means he needed to start accessing his divine feminine to be able to actually come to me with emotion and not logic, right? So, or rationality, and that's a big one. Emotions are not a logical thing sometimes, right? They don't sound logical. Sometimes they don't feel logical. But then if you come at someone with all this logic and reason and rationality, it could be really overwhelming on them because then they feel really invalidated. So I struggled a lot with feeling invalidated because he wasn't sure how to access his feminine to ask the right questions that invoked a lot of expression of my emotion that helped me to express right so or to help me feel safe to express let's put it that way and slowly and little by little as he started learning how to access his feminine he was able now we're in places where if I'm having a rough time he's not coming at me with with well these are the solutions here let's figure it out he's coming to me with I see that you're feeling something do you need a hug Right. I see that you're going through something. What do you need? How can I how can I be here for you? Right. Or do you want to talk about it? Right. Or what just happened for you there? You want to talk about it? So he's been able to access that feminine to allow me to express and validate my emotions rather than throw in a bunch of logic and reason and rationality. And once I'm able to pass through that emotional phase, because our emotions are temporary. Right. Once we feel validated, a lot of it goes away then I'm able to hear the solutions and rationality and focus and clarity that his masculine is bringing up again. So being able to access both your masculine and your feminine and knowing when to use them will 100% save your relationship. It's like a superpower. It's such a superpower. (laughs) Oh man. And it's a skill that you can build, right? So even if you're fully you're loaded up with a lot of masculine or loaded up with a lot of feminine, you can learn to balance yourself out, right? And you can learn when, learn how to find it within yourself to channel what type of energy you need for that specific uh, event or task or um, occasion that you're in. Mm-hmm. So no, I appreciate you walking us through that. I feel like that's a great kind of overview of how feminine and masculine can operate in a relationship. You mentioned, and I think we, we talked a little bit about how I think our corporate culture really um, leans toward the masculine energy side. Is there any ways for women that are in, you mentioned your role, your role is very much like you are an emotional intelligence coach, you're in emotions all day. So I would imagine it naturally leans itself a little bit more to the feminine energy side. Is there some color or context you can, or even tips you can give to women that are maybe listening that are Um, Because I know a lot of friends have had this issues, women or men, but I think I know my friends as females have had this issues where you're in a corporate culture and it's very masculine energy dominated. Um, How, how can you balance that in a very corporate environment? 
Right. So it's interesting because even though a lot of my work is very feminine driven, right? So it requires me to stay in my feminine and access those parts of myself. I need the masculine energy in order to make it something, a livable career, right? True. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Masculine yeah. to be able yeah. to show up to events. I need the masculine to manage my business. I need the masculine to set up foundation, right? So I still have to live in the balance of both, right? Even showing up today, like that. That's a lot of masculine energy to prioritize showing up and creating content and getting everything done. But the actual creation of it is a lot of feminine energy. So I like that I get to experience both. So how do we bring that into our corporations? Accessing your feminine is going to be great because you'll be able to show off the qualities that not a lot of men that aren't embracing their feminine have. So what you can do is use your feminine to access that empathy within yourself, right? To access the compassion and vulnerability within yourself, to be able to portray that to the masculine, right? And whether they like it or not, right, we can't control that, right? That's out of our control. But what we can do is be very open with ourselves and be open to our feminine and allow it to work its magic because there's a lot of creative energy in in our feminine, there's a lot of intuition in our feminine, right? And when we have access to intuition and, you know, second thought thinking, and then just all these great um, attributes of our feminine, we'll be able to shine through, right, to show what we're really made of, right? And we can balance it out with the masculine, right? So we can balance it out with the follow through of uh, whatever it is that we're, you know, speaking on or in if we're in the corporation, etc. Mm -hmm. When you when you talk about it in terms of career, it almost sounds a little bit like left and right brain. Mm. Like a right brain's more creative, or sorry, left brain's more creative, right is more doer. Like when you speak about it in that that aspect anyway, but very interesting and true that at the end of the day, we kind of need both. Mm. And it's like deciding what you need in that given situation or what makes most sense to tap into in that given situation. Exactly. And being able to have both, all I can say is like, you will be unstoppable, knowing when <laughs> to be, you know, the man of the house, and then being able to be a nurturing figure at the same time, like you will be approachable 10 times more than someone who's only sitting in their masculine, right? Your kids yeah. will want to be more involved with you, your kids will want to, you know, be more understanding towards you, or they'll probably really like you, you'll be more approachable, right? Mm -hmm. And then there are same thing with the feminine, right? If you're able to access your feminine, but then also be able to access your masculine in the household, imagine, you know, the connection that you're having with everybody in the household, right? Mm -hmm. So it creates so much more strength when you have a balance of both, and knowing what to access and how to access them from literally within yourself. So interesting. If there's, if people want to read more on this topic, is there any books that you've read or come across that might be interesting? I haven't found any books specifically, um, but okay. I'm pretty sure there's quite a few out there. Quick Google um, search, yeah. Yeah, just a Google search would be good. Um, but there's so much content just on TikTok. There's so much content on Instagram. There's so much content just everywhere, even just Googling. Googling, yeah, I think it'll give you a list of what the traits are. There might be too much content, actually, but that's yeah. oh, there's an <laughs> hopefully today we synthesized it a little bit yeah. for everyone. <laughs> we it took all that me. content and brought it brought it together. Well, yeah. what an interesting topic! Thank you so much. Can you share where we can find your social? 
Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at sarahjoseph underscore coach. You can find me on TikTok at sarah.eicoach and Twitter at sarahjosephlifecoach111. And then I also have my article that came out on my five-step process and you can check that out at shemadedigital.com. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah, for today. (laughs) No problem. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this conversation. If you were intrigued by anything in our conversation, we encourage you to talk about it. Tell a friend, post on social media, take action in your very own way. Subscribe to get the newest episode at your fingertips as soon as it drops. Until next time, check out Style Canada, a disruptor in the media for its community of inquisitive style seekers. You can find us at style.ca or on social media. Just like this podcast, Style Canada is not just about style. It's about living a lifestyle that leaves people open to evolution and opportunity. This episode was hosted by Elise Gasparino. The music credit goes to Raspberry Music and was brought to you by Style Canada. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.